On this episode of Basketball to Business Podcast, I talk about competition as a basketball trainer. I spent the last three years learning from some of the best business minds inside the game of basketball. And now I've left my nine to five to create freedom and have fun while doing it. So the question is, how are hoopers and basketball fanatics like us using those same skills that gave us success on the court to give us success in our new sport of business? This podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I learn, apply, share knowledge, and change lives through the game that changed mine. My name is Myson Jones, and welcome to the Basketball to Business Podcast. So I asked a question to basketball trainers the other day about competition because for a little bit of pre-frame on this, I'm on the way back from a shoot for America Loves Food and Sports. It's, it's Coach Godwin and Stephen Bardo's new show that they're putting on. Had some of the best salmon Philly cheesesteak, well, probably the only salmon Philly cheesesteak. Really good food. Now I'm in traffic on the way back. But I had a thought after asking a question to trainers as to whether they compete or not. And as basketball players, if you are a trainer now or if you just like to play basketball in the morning pickup or afternoon pickups or you played in college or overseas, you know the feeling of competition. You know the thrill of playing king of the court towards the end of going at somebody and getting really chippy and talking trash. Like you you understand that adrenaline rush. And for me, I, I needed that as a point guard. I, I That's when I played my best, when people wanted to talk, when I was a little kid who wanted to have next with the older guys, but they wouldn't let me have next and it got me mad. But making me mad made me work harder to pursue the goal of the milestone, I should say, of playing against older people. And that was my story. Look, I'm five, nine and a half on a good day. So my teammates always joked around and said I had Napoleon syndrome, but I always wanted to play college basketball. And and the undersized guys can understand this. You have to find different ways to be effective without being super tall or super athletic. And that was me. And the chippiness, the Napoleon syndrome those symptoms they helped me be the, the the competitor that I am or was but it's weird something happened once I finished playing basketball and, and really started to enjoy business I didn't find it as easy to compete against other people as it was with basketball I could see who I was going against it was it was obvious on the court you would line up against them you would guard them every single play you knew the team that was on the schedule, but it's different with business. And I, I've always wanted that same mindset that Mark Cuban had. Like, he's he's a gung-ho competitor, but for whatever reason, I haven't found that yet. And I was talking to my, my, my guy, Adam. He's a trainer in Utah, one of the best trainers in Utah. And he was telling me that, you know what, his goal is not to build a big basketball training business, although he can, he could have a monopoly in Utah, it seems. But he's more interested in competing to perfect his craft and to help other athletes out, which I understand. And there are a lot of trainers who are 
in that same mindset but i also know of other trainers and i've seen other trainers who are trying to grow and build an actual business on top of that while also helping kids get to get to college and and serve them and there are very few people that i know that tote that line between really serving kids and making it all about kids versus going for the bottom line of, of dollar signs it's, it's a hard balance and like I said very few many do that but nonetheless this idea of competition which we all have probably come from if we are training it confuses me because some people I got a, a 53 47 split 53 saying yes they compete or they see other trainers as competitors 47% saying no that they don't and I understand the altruism of wanting to help out kids so much and seeing other trainers as individuals who can give you knowledge and insight and you can share from. That's great. And I'm all about that, too. That's why we have our group. And if you're a trainer who believes in your heart that you don't compete against other trainers and you're really just here to help to serve, I would suggest that you back that up and go follow our group and we'll put the description uh, we'll put the link to that group in the, in the description of this episode. But the altruism of, of seeing all trainers as as complimenters is cool in my book. That's so cool. That's great because it helps the athletes become better. At the same time, how... And you, you can kind of feel that I'm processing my thoughts on this too. Because there are different trainers. There are the trainers who like to do what they do part-time, which some of the biggest trainers in the industry, at least when it comes to social media and their client base, they have daytime jobs that we all don't know about. But then there are others that are just part-time that just love to help out. Then there are some that are full-time who are actually trying to do this and make a profit and live off of it and have a family that eats off of the basketball training and then they're the guys who like are straight business like it's I've, I've seen it before they do whatever it takes to get more money more leads more dollars I've seen all of them and right now I'm trying to find that blend between all of it I'm not sure if you found that blend. If you have, please let me know what your blend is, what your epiphany it was in terms of competing because I love competition and I want to get back to it, but I haven't found it in this basketball training industry. I thought of competing against myself. I thought of competing against other trainers. I thought of competing to over-deliver for the athlete. So in a sense, competing against the athlete to make them something that they didn't know that they could be in the first place, which are all fun goals. And maybe it's all of the above and not just one thing. But that's my question to you. What is your stance on competition? Because it doesn't always have to be a bad thing. Maybe you are competing with someone to make yourself better. I'm not sure. I think competition makes us all better. And look, there's a fine line between it. I'm sure if we, if you are on Instagram, you've seen certain trainers go back and forth, bash each other, and get deeper and take it farther, further than basketball training. It doesn't have to get to that level, but I think there is some benefit in friendly competition and disagreeing and and trying to see who can help the most athletes 
like that's that's fun that's fun to me and I don't know I I, I kind of want to be more open about the competition too I mean some some trainers are clandestine in their their disrespect for certain training methodologies and and certain trainers not saying you have to disrespect anybody but I don't know I'm not a Gary Payton by any means but talking definitely helps ramp up my efforts uh, that's just me though again I'm on this trip back from from Atlanta so I got some time here I had some thoughts that I wanted to get out I may slip split this up into two or three episodes but that was my question my question for you is how do you see other trainers are you competing against them are you competing at all what is your goal with this basketball training thing um, yeah that's where I will leave that off I'm gonna cut this off and start getting some other episodes up and get some more thoughts out of my head so if you're listening to this i appreciate you thank you for being patient in this hiatus we got some pretty cool interviews coming up and i hope you stay around for those if you don't do anything else make sure you go to that facebook group they have some pretty wise guys in there giving wisdom for free not being super stingy with their ip which i understand but i don't understand at the same time so uh, get in that group and start engaging and yep i'll catch you on the next episode yo hope that podcast gave you some value if it did please rate review and subscribe to this it only makes the podcast better i read every single one and at the very least go join our group you'll see the link in the description of this episode and i will catch you on the next one